Welcome in the latest episode of that SEC podcast. I'm your host, Michael Brent. I go by SEC Michael on Twitter. And I'm joined, as always, by my cousin, Shane, who goes by Big Orange Balls on Twitter. What do you do, you big Tennessee homer? <laughs> hey, buddy, what's going on? Oh, man. We have officially... Yeah. Hit the offseason now that the draft's behind us. You know, you know what I think's funny, Shane? I mean, there's all this draft hoopla and hype, and people won't stop talking about it for months on end. We spent about an hour on it, and then we're back to SEC football <laughs> yeah. like, we're, like we should be. You know what? Absolutely. Enough of that nonsense. Let's talk about the coolest stadiums to visit. <laughs> you know, it's list season, baby. <laughs> uh, no, I, I tell you what, man, it, it, it again – I, I joke. It's about your, it's like your kids graduating. You know, yeah. our kids graduated. They went on the NFL. There's some others still fighting like hell to 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 get in there, and I and I hope they do. But mm-hmm. you know, uh, it's 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 part of the game. And, and now we're on to the the next crop, and and we're ready to ready to root for these guys and 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 hope they move to the next level. So uh, no, I, I give the draft. I probably don't give the draft enough attention, but. This is a this is an SEC podcast, Mike, not an NFL podcast, you know? <laughs> exactly. But, hey, we do have a fun show lined up here, Shane, and thanks to our amazing listeners. They're the chief reason why, because they keep calling in, Shane, with some great ideas. Let's give this yeah. uh, SEC hotline, let's give it out one more time here, 615-965-5155. Two, and that number is in the show notes it's on the screen if you're watching on youtube shane man like i said we got some good ones to get to uh but before we get to that real quick yeah we had Uh-oh. a little little bit of news not not much but just God. just wanted to briefly mention this uh remember brian kelly hyping up you know we got this yeah. big time defensive line coach coming in and and not to slight the guy i'm not sitting here slighting it but i've it was not what is cracked up to be, at least in my opinion. But they did steal away someone from the SEC, Shane, South Carolina defensive line coach Jimmy Lindsey. And the only reason I'm kind of poo-pooing the hire, not because, again, I mean, they, he just got Zach Pickens to the NFL. Yeah. Uh, Birch is, is a solid player, even though he transferred out. But South Carolina, then they turned around, Shane, and they hired Tulane's defensive line coach, former Gamecock Travell Robertson. And okay. of course, this is what all the fans say, Shane. You know how it is, but they're saying we upgraded from old Jimmy Lindsay. So he was Tulane's defensive line coach. We know Tulane was a very, very good team last year. So he's from South Carolina. Again, played at the university, or I, I think he's from North Carolina, but you know, they recruit that area so heavily. So could be a big upgrade there. I don't want to yeah. say big upgrade, but could be an upgrade because Jimmy Lindsay yeah. did, he did do a good job, but. I love Shea well, when an SEC and young team talent. steals a coach, and then yeah. and then it's hell. We didn't want him anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know you can follow it on Twitter. You know when they send somebody, they're just like, "Oh, thank God you took him off our hands." You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but you know, I, I I think you know I do like. I like both scenarios. I mean, I, I guess you could argue either way. Uh, one's put NFL talent in. The other one's young. You know, it's got some 
got a little little experience behind him, but you know, the the, the fact is he understands the culture. You know that that's one thing that 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 Beamer is trying to do is create you know Gamecock country man. Just try to get those kids pumped up about the brand and and you know bringing some coaches that's played there. I think that's huge. You could play that any way, but at least they know what's expected. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the portal, Shane, it came and went. You know, it, it has officially, the second window has closed. Now, same deal as before, you know, players, they just can't enter it. So the players that are still yeah. out there, they do they did not have to commit by the end of the portal window. And I just wanted to make that note, Shane, because sounds like them Auburn Tigers, Shane, they may be landing themselves a quarterback. <laughs> I know they were after that Notre Dame kid that went to Alabama. They didn't get him. But who they may get, Shane, is former Texas quarterback Casey Thompson, or excuse me, Nebraska. He well, this is how confusing all this is, Shane. He was at Nebraska last year. He started at Texas, so uh-huh. he's got plenty of transfer experience uh-huh. here. C- Casey Thompson, that could he's be like a poor man Baker Mayfield, is what you're saying. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, just... <laughs> but who knows? Maybe he just gets some of that Hugh Free shine on him, and and maybe that's your starting yeah. quarterback for the Auburn Tigers. Well, and Auburn fans are like, this is the guy we really wanted, you know? <laughs> yep. This was planned all along. We're going to give you that Notre Dame kid that's not good, and we're going to take the Nebraska guy. So, uh, no, this is this this is good. I I think I mean, it's not official yet, right? It's, right, not, not official yeah, so, yet. So, it's just – but where there's smoke, there's usually fire with you free, so. <laughs> exactly. Oh, check him DMs while you're at it. I wanted to hit on Arkansas just real quick, Shane. They landed a Cincinnati linebacker. Linebacker was a big position of need. They've they've attacked it via the transfer portal. And the kid they got, Jaheim Thomas, over 100 mm-hmm. tackles at Cincinnati. So a solid addition. And that leads, Shane, to our first SEC hotline question. You see what I did there? Let's kick it over. To this Arkansas fan, Shane, he didn't give us his name, unfortunately. And compound questions here. <laughs> Arkansas, what's the future of the program under Sam Pittman the next three to five years? But the, the part of his question I really love, Shane, favorite plays from each SEC team. So let's kick it over to his question, and then we'll answer it on the other side. Yo, Mike and Shane, what's going on? I just want to start out saying, woo, damn pig. You know, I just, I gotta say it. Go hogs, baby. Um, now I had a question. What do you think the Razorbacks future looks like in, in the next three to five years or so? Is Sam Pittman still there? Are we gonna, you know, maybe win the West? You know, that'd be cool. Um, no, and then I actually had a suggestion that Gamecock fan, I heard him the other day. He had a suggestion, so. I was thinking, what if you did each SEC team's number one play in the last, you know, so many years, 10, you know, 10 years, whatever it is, y'all come up with that. I think that'd be cool. You know, miracle play, just crazy highlight, whatever it is. Number one play for each team. But, uh, yeah, I listen to y'all every day, every day in the trunk. I love it. I listen, so when Cousin Shane messes up with his, you know, camera and everything, no biggie for me. So, awesome. You guys do a great job. Have a good one. Bye. All right, Shane. So, hey, we'll get to the plays in just a second. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the next three to five years, That's this is the season, Shane, that I think really defines what the next three to five years are at Arkansas. It's, I think it's very hard to say, uh, given that KJ will be off 
you know, perhaps to the NFL and we got some new coordinators. It certainly seems like we're having an infusion of talent. We've, you know, I've made it very clear. Sam Pittman is one of the best out there at uh, finding, identifying, and developing these transfer portal kids. So they're yeah. doing a great job with what they have. But uh, the, the future of Arkansas, I think it's too early to sit here and say, yeah, guaranteed they're winning the SEC like uh, th- this fan suggested. What, what do you think the next three to five years of Arkansas looks like? Yeah, I mean that's 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 a tough one. You know, I mean, I'd love to sit here and say that, but it's it's all going to come down to recruiting, and, and I think yeah. that's the biggest thing with Arkansas is is the recruiting, not just the transfer portal, but just class after class building up something there, and it's something that Sam has shown us he can do, and it shows us that he will do. Mm-hmm. Um, and the and the big thing with me with Arkansas when I'm thinking future, when this NIL thing took off. I thought of a handful of universities that's got that money, you know, got a little bit of that cheddar, not afraid to spend it. Arkansas is one of those teams. I don't think they quite have opened up the pocketbook as much as as, as I would have expected by now. Mm-hmm. But don't be surprised in, in the next year or two, we, we start seeing some larger NIL contracts coming out of Arkansas. I think that's the key, Mike, is just – Fully buying in, and, and may, I mean we're in uncharted territory. I get it, but soon as soon as Arkansas buys in, watch out, man, because right now kids want money. You know they want playing time, they want money, and that's two things Arkansas can offer if they allow it. Yep. So let's get to his second part, Shane. And again, we love these questions where we can hit on all fourteen, soon to be sixteen SEC teams. But favorite plays from each of them and I don't know about you Shane I mean we didn't really discuss this off air I thought it'd be kind of more fun to do it on air see what we came up with but to me a list like this Shane is just it's personal my answer exactly for what is my favorite play is not going to be the same as you it's not going to be the same as as this fan and that fan so I mean, by all means, tell us we're wrong. Tell us why <laughs> such and such was a better play. I get it. That's going to come. But uh, to me, Shane, the way I looked at this was, what's the first play I think of when it's like a, a great moment for that program? Does that make sense? No, that's, that's you know, and again, this question sprung up. I mean, it's not like we prepared for this one 30 minutes ago. I found out about it. So there's going to be some you're going to be like, holy, how are you? for Shane, what are you doing? You forgot this, you know. Did you not forget back in 68 when Jimmy caught, you know. It's like, no, nah, I'm not going back in time. When I'm thinking the best games, when I see those helmets in front of you there, Mike, and I, and I look at a logo, I think of a handful of awesome moments that I watched myself. So this is going to mm-hmm. be, you know, within the last – we'll say 30 years because I wasn't really watching football, you know, younger than that. So it's going to be a player situation that, that really stands out to me, Mike. And so, yes, you're, I think you hit the nail on the head. Everyone's going to have their own list. In fact, some of the ones that I'm going to tell you here in a little bit are more personal to me because I may have been there or something along those lines. So uh, I would love to hear what other people think. So when we put this out tomorrow, you know, what were some of the your favorite team plays, you know, or something that we missed or you think we missed or something along those lines. So, uh, mm-hmm. awesome topic, man. 
I just wish I, I wish I was a little more prepared, but uh, we'll get to the end of this. You'll probably say one. I'm like, oh man, I forgot about that one, you know? (laughs) So let's just go in alphabetical order, Shane, starting with Alabama. What jumps out to you? What play, what moment for you uh, just first comes to mind with the Crimson Tide? Tua. Back of the end zone, you know, it's like the <laughs> yep. Georgia Bulldogs. I mean, that's the first one when I think of Alabama. Yep. Uh, I think of that game and, and and just the the momentum swings during that whole thing. It was not just one play, but it, it, it kind of boiled down to one. So that's the one that really stands out to me. Uh, what about you? Shane, any time a play's got a name, it's probably going to end up on this list. Second and 26, that's all you got to say. Right there to an Alabama fan, they'll give you a high five. You say it to a Georgia fan, they might punch you, Shane. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the only answer in my mind. I mean, it like you said, the swings, Tua just got sacked. You're sitting here saying, yeah, man, they, they're out. I mean, this, they're out. This rookie was... quarterback, he this is too big for him. And then, yeah. by, I mean, he just looked like, you know, as good a throw as you're going to see on in the NFL. Tua uncorked there to Devonta Smith to win. The national champ. I don't know if I've ever seen. You know, I mean, quite like that. I don't know if I've ever seen something like that. Well, what was so wild too is like, damn, you know, freshman. This is a long. You know, you you kept thinking this is the year Alabama's going to suck, and then you see that the the reins got handed over in, in that game, and I was like, man, we got a, we got a long ways to go. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's the big big time moment that stands out to me. How about for Arkansas? What do you got? Arkansas, a little bit personal, you know. Um, obviously, I'm, I'm a huge fan of the the 98 matchup. Nobody wants to talk about the year after, you know what I'm saying? So that's one of the ones that stood out to me. But I, when I see Arkansas, man, it's 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 the, the lateral play, man, against oh, yeah. Ole Miss over time, trying to keep this thing going. And, and you thought it was over fourth down and somehow some miracle, this thing stays alive. It was late at night. Everybody was watching it. Uh, that's when I think of the Razorbacks, that's, that's the play that stands out to me. That's another one, Shane, the Henry heave out there. Yeah. So yeah. Of See, course. I don't know all the names. I just remember watching the game and be like, Oh my God, this thing's still alive. You know, probably my favorite part of that shade is Hugh freeze jumping up and down. He thought it was over. I mean, it, and he's, he was six feet from it. You know, he's, we got yeah. this thing. Alex Collins rips it. And you know, that play that where well, that result, not that play, but that the result of that game, Shane kept Ole Miss from winning the West. It would have been, Ole Miss reaching Atlanta over Alabama had they won that game. And, and that was such a wild game. I mean, that, that again, that was not even the play that won it. They scored right after that. They went for two. They didn't get yeah. it. There was a face mask. They got an op- another opportunity. I mean, that was a damn heart attack game right there. You know what? Absolutely. There may have been a few during that one, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, how about Auburn? I mean, I think this is a pretty easy one. Yeah, I mean, they've had a lot of great games down there, but it's it's the six, man. It's the kick six, and again, it was a situational thing. Alabama was about to put that thing away, and it didn't go their way, and you're like, all right, well, this is going to overtime. Not so fast, my friend. <laughs> so that one, I, I would argue, I would make an argument that that may be the best 
college play ever in my life, oh, man. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, you're just talking situational and, and the way it played down, the announcement. Uh, I mean, you could watch it. it. It didn't matter if ESPN, ABC, whatever, but, yep. you know, listening to uh, – uh, what's his name? Oh, what's his name? I'm so sorry. Vern? Vern fans. Yes. Or, no, or no, Rob no, no, no. Bramblett. Yeah. Yeah. His call, I mean, it's just the pure emotions coming through that mic. It, it yeah. gives you chills every time you listen to it. Yeah, and – as hard as it is to believe, Shane, I mean, they had a miracle play leading up to it, the prayer at Jordan Hare. Yet that, that, the, yeah. the kick six was just on another level. You know what I mean? I mean, back-to-back, -back, just incredible. Kept Alabama from potentially winning a third national championship in a row, something that them Bulldogs trying to do this year. So kick Isn't it six. funny, the, the kick six, like if you remove that and then it's like, well, no question. Miracle Jordan Hare, duh, you know? Yeah, yeah. But it's like there's a gap between how great that play was and how great the other. So, uh, mm -hmm. no, I, 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 great, great list. You always think of miracles when you think of Auburn. How about Florida? What's one that stands out? I, I, None I of them. I, None <laughs> of them. Didn't like any of them, you know? I mean, obvi obviously there's been a lot of great Florida games. Um, I think of the what was it the Oklahoma one that one year. Um, yep. uh, I I I guess for me it would have been the uh, the the miracle when oh shit I don't even want to talk about Mike it hurts my feelings but when Dobbs is down there I was like here we are we're gonna win in the swamp and then the miracle down the sideline that particular play yep. as much as that hurt me I know it had to be uh, cloud nine for Gator fans but that's the one I'm gonna go with was that just that damn miracle down the sideline the funny thing is Shane I mean it I don't even know which one you're talking about because there's been so many against Tennessee. Because I almost went with one of those Tennessee, whether it was uh, Will Greer to um, the receiver that was always in trouble. I mean, and then Will Greer got thrown off the team like a week later, but they kept him on to beat Tennessee. There's, there's Treon Harris. There's Felipe Franks bombed to Tyree Cleveland. Yeah. I mean, there's so many of them. It was kind of hard to, to differentiate, diff, you know, uh, separate those. But so I went with, just because it was so unique, I'd never seen anything like it. Tim Tebow jump pass 2006 to beat LSU. Big time yeah. win there for the Florida Gators. I don't know, just Tim Tebow. When I think of Florida, I think of Tim Tebow. And when I think of Tim Tebow, there's, there's a lot of highlights, but the jump pass, in my mind, kind of stands out. God, I can't, it, I can't remember the one because – that's going to drive me nuts. I can't remember exactly which one it was because I really tried to shut this thing out of my life, Mike. You know, it's not like I just studied film and I can't remember <laughs> the names and stuff. Yes, I remember I did not like Will Greer. I remember I don't like I didn't like any of the players down there. But I just the problem with me and and you know, Florida fans, Vol fans who's listening to this are probably yelling through the the, the radio here. It was a game that is like, oh my God, we're going to beat Florida. Oh my gosh, we're going to be Florida. There's no way we're going to lose to Florida. Uh, and then all of a sudden, we we lose to Florida. You know, and then the Franks, yeah, that one happened, but that that one hurt too. But it was like almost like let's just let's just end this damn thing. You know. <laughs> All right, how about for Georgia, Shane? I mean, could go with a lot of plays over the last couple of years. Back to back dogs could go. Herschel Walker running through, uh, what was it, Bates? You know, I mean, that's that's an all-time classic yeah. as well. What stands out with you with the with them dogs? Mike, I was there. This is one of those that's personal and 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 
haunts me. I was in college and uh, went up to the Tennessee-Georgia matchup. Beautiful day. It was, you know, midday, something like that. But this was a Georgia Bulldog team that we were not supposed to lose to. This is one that we were going to put away. And they just kind of hung in there, hung in there. We rally at the end. I can't remember the running back's name, but he runs down the sideline, scored this giant touchdown, only to follow up by one of the worst damn kicks in my life I've ever seen. Georgia gets down there in great position, and the hobnail boot comes around. So, thank God I wasn't listening to this one on the radio. I didn't know what a hobnail boot was till four years later because I did not want to revisit this game. But, uh, yeah, that that to me – was personal. So when I see that G right there beside you, I think about that long walk I made back to my car. <laughs> well, it's funny that you go back to the Mark Rick era, Shane. I think that was the Rick's first year, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah. uh, to me, also a Mark Rick memory. Remember uh, 2007, Florida had dominated the series. Urban Meyer, I mean, Florida was on cloud nine. Mm-hmm. Georgia, th- this was the game they had to get over. They score a touchdown. And about 70, 80 players run out on the field to celebrate. This is the most penalty flags I've ever seen in my life. And Georgia, that gave them the push they needed to beat Florida for just the third time in 18 tries. Yeah. To, I don't know why, but just that play, just, you know, that, those were the kind of moments that why I love college football, just the uniqueness of it and just. You know, getting in, getting on your rival, getting on a thorn in their side, so to speak. I love that play. Absolutely, man. I mean, you you, you talk about it. that's that's what's the beauty. The more you talk about it, I, I revisit some of these other games that I just I just glazed <laughs> over. But man, there's been so many wonderful matchups. How about Kentucky? What stands out uh, from their history? <sighs> Kentucky, Kentucky Wildcats. I, I would, golly. Um, Damn, you're going to have to help me out on here. Pause it for a second. What do you got for Kentucky? I went with Terry Wilson, the Lynn Bowden, 54-yard touchdown in the swamp. First win over Florida in 31 years. Yeah. I mean, uh, that, that that was just – I'll tell you, Shane. The one, well, how, what was the one that ended uh, in Florida – the one where Cash was busting the water bottles and stuff. How did the one there was I just a play? <laughs> oh, is that was that it? No, that wasn't Terry. Was that Terry? Yeah, old oh. Terry. Okay, uh, can I steal that one? <laughs> I guess. Let me just. I, I'm going to steal it anyway, Mike. All right. I, if I'm going Kentucky, man, you got to go the first win down in the swamp, man. Yeah. I think a cash da- uh, cash busting in water bottles like Stone Cold <laughs> Steve Austin after that game. And, and, and if I'm picking a particular play in that one, uh, you got to give it to Terry's uh, long bomb down the side there. No, is that? No. What was it? Yeah, I mean, well, I didn't know you were going to straight say everything I just said. <laughs> what am I going to say? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, sorry. Go yeah, ahead. I, yeah, that was an all-time classic. That You know, that was a, the first win over Florida in 31 years. And I was going to say, Shane, I mean, down at Media Days, that was the question Mark Stoops got every single year. Yeah. Not when you go beat Tennessee. You know, when you're going to beat this team, when you're going to – it was when are you going to snap this Florida streak. So, that that had to have meant the world to him. They don't even ask him that anymore because, they, hell, they've beaten Gators, what, two two out of uh, – two in a row now. So, 
Yeah. That's how things have changed at Kentucky. That's that's a great choice. That's probably my first choice. But uh, another one that stands out, Shay, remember they, they had to play in the bowl game against Virginia Tech. And apparently there was some kind of fight yeah. before the game. There was a fight yeah, that was pre-game. A and that, believe it or not, Shay, was old Handon Hooker, was the quarterback for Virginia Tech. It was a back-and-forth affair. Kentucky didn't even have a quarterback. They had to put Lim Bowden back there and, you know, couldn't complete many passes to save his life. But he yeah. won the game <laughs> with a touchdown pass there late in the game. And, uh, uh, you know, we're just thankful there was not a big brawl after that one. But uh, that, that one no, stands out because that's, that's like the epitome of Kentucky football, finding a way to win when, when the odds are stacked against you, physicality, toughness. Yeah. Uh, just, I mean that that right there is that's Kentucky football. When, when I think of Kentucky, absolutely, I think, I of, think that. of them fighting. That was a great one, you know. I remember now. It's, I forgot. <laughs> I was making fun of Hendon Hooker back then, you know. So <laughs> now he's all right. He's cool, you know. <laughs> all right, how about LSU? What a lot of good memories over the years. Any that stand out to you with the Tigers? Well, I mean, you just talked about Kentucky, man. It's tough. It's so tough not to mention Kentucky LSU Bluegrass Miracle. I mean, that one was freaking yeah. crazy. And it was one of those games that you kind of had on. You know, you weren't really paying attention to it that much. I mean, I, I remember I was younger. I wasn't, it wasn't like we were running an SEC podcast back then. <laughs> and then it just kept lingering around, kept lingering around. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, Kentucky's going to beat LSU, you know? Yep. Not so fast, my friend. One of the greatest plays I've ever seen in my life and still to this day. I bet there's some folks, that Kentucky fans, that, that vowed never go back to the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so let me set it up, Shane. 2002, Nick Saban's a coach at LSU. I believe they had just won the West. I mean, this is a touted team. Kentucky storms a wild fourth-quarter comeback. They take the lead, 11 seconds left. And like you said, I mean, the Gatorade bath, that was the first Gatorade bath for a loss I've ever seen. Guy Morris got got dumped on. And then LSU, 74-yard touchdown. Marcus Randall to Devery Henderson. And the fans did not even – I mean, I guess they didn't have a video board. I don't know because it was back in the day. But they stormed the field because they thought they beat LSU. I I mean, it was was just a wild, wild scene, Shane. So that's an obvious one as well. But I do have another one. And – you know, this is not even a good play for LSU, but something. Remember when Joe Burrow got killed by Central Florida? I mean, he threw a pick six. He just got depleted. I thought he, I thought his career might be over. Like he got hit yeah. that hard, and just something snapped in him from that. I mean, he yeah. was a good player before that, but since that, he, I mean, he's been berserk on the SEC, the NFL. I mean, he's just been like the Terminator since that. So I don't know why yeah. that always st- sticks in my head, but. Uh, I'd be damn glad it happened if I was an LSU fan because it it turned Joe Burrow into what he is today. Two other ones since we're just talking about it. I think Leonard Fournette, kill, mm. uh, you know, carrying fourteen people <laughs> down the sideline with him, and then I, speaking of fourteen, uh, I, the the Tennessee game when we had too many players on the field, we thought we won the thing, <laughs> only to find out that Derek Dooley couldn't count and we lost that game. So that one hurt because I was working that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, on a Saturday, so I had to like record it. So I purposely didn't listen to any of the radio. I did, I ignored my my phones off. Everything. I come in right. and my wife greets me, and I could just see it on her face. I should have just not even looked at her because as soon as I saw, I was like, 
damn it, we lost the game. But then I'm watching it, and I'm like, wait, we won this game, and then I realized we lost the game. So it was uh, that one. That one one was that was tough personally. I got a funny story about that one too, Shane, because this was so many years ago. You did not have the ability to watch a game on your phone, right? The yeah. best way to keep up with it back then, if you if in real time, sorta, was like to go into ESPN and they would mm-hmm. have like a little interactive chart, and it'd be you know yeah. six yard run, three yard run, incomplete pass. That's how you could keep up with these games. And I, I remember I was on the road. I was driving. I, I was not driving, but I was in the in the car. Someone else was driving to Las Vegas, and I was keeping up with the phone. And it was like Tennessee stopped them. Tennessee wins, and then it just flipped to nope LSU wins. And I was like, <laughs> what? The, like it, it just made no what sense. Happened? And there was a paragraph trying to explain what had happened. It I I couldn't comprehend it till I actually saw the highlights later, but. Yeah, that was, that was a brutal way to lose. Damn, that was tough. That was a tough one. All right, how about Ole Miss, Shane? Any plays that stand out to you there? Well, yeah, I think of the uh, – golly, I, I'm so bad at names. Remember, again, 30 minutes ago, the infamous pass that, that went off oh, – I can't remember the name. Golly, I probably shouldn't even brought this one up. Well, I can uh, read it off. I got all the details right here. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, yeah, go with it then. 2015, win at Alabama, Chad Kelly. First of all, it was a bad snap. It looked like it was going to be a completely busted play. Exactly. He panics. He just throws it up in the air. To he, It looks like he's trying to throw it to Laquan Treadwell. He gets converged. Multiple Alabama players just blow him up. But they didn't get the ball, Shane, because the ball was flying. And Quincy Odd. DeBaggio, I've screwed that up, I'm sure. 66-yard touchdown. I mean, when something like that happens, you're thinking, oh, my goodness, we are destined to win this football game. And they Absolutely. they did just that, beat Alabama back-to-back season. And that was the revenge game, Shane. I mean, you know, anytime you knock off Nick Saban, you think, oh, we're going to get it whooped the next time because he ain't going to yeah. let that slide. Well, <laughs> when you hey, Ole Miss didn't let it slide either. They won that damn game. So, yeah, that that's certainly a play that sticks out to me. Yeah. How about Mississippi State? Mississippi State, this one kind of was an easy one for me. I, I go back, I think it was 13, 12, somewhere around there, uh-huh. Egg Bowl, when Dak was hurt for a couple games, comes in in the fourth quarter to to help Mississippi State win that game in overtime. It uh, wasn't a pretty game particularly, but, you know, wasn't an individual play. I guess you're going to give it to Dak's, you know, short run that he had to, to win the game, mm-hmm. but – I mean, hell, you could even say on the defense side when uh, he fumbled it. You know, the guy, I can't remember who it was, he was walking into the end zone to tie the thing uh, in overtime, and it rolls right out the back. So, that, the, I just think that game in particular was, was an exciting one for Mississippi State fans. Yeah, I think it was old Bo Wallace that dropped it. If I'm yeah, not Bo, that's who it was. Yeah, Bo Wallace. <laughs> well, speaking of old, it's funny. We go to the Egg Bowl, Shane, 2019, and it's not even really a – it's memorable for Mississippi State, but it's nothing nothing they really did. And it was, uh-huh. uh, you know, the, the dog pee incident with uh, – yeah. <laughs> who was that? Elijah uh, Brown, I think it was with the dog pee. But the, the point was they got the penalty. Kicker Luke Logan misses the extra point. And I just remember him, like, face down in the, in the grass, very despondent. And it was one of the Mississippi State players later retweeted that and said – 
man, I should have helped him try to find that contact he was looking for. I mean, just <laughs> trolling the hell out of him. That was that was the Egg Bowl is the most bizarre game annually, and that was the oh, most yeah. bizarre of any Egg Bowl I've ever seen. So uh, back in 2019, that that's what sticks out to me: Mississippi State winning that Egg Bowl in just a wild drunk fashion that it was. <laughs> All right, how about uh, how about Missouri, Shane? Any place stand out there? I see Mike, uh, Mizzou, Mizzou. Who you got? Uh, just curious. I go back to a historic game here, Shane. But all the way back in twenty oh seven, number four Missouri, number two Kansas, a back and forth college game day. You know, they, it's just it's a shame we don't play this game annually because a moment's yeah. like I mean I know this was an all time one, but Missouri seals the deal, sacks Tommy Reese for a safety with uh, you know the clock nearly expiring. There was it was in the closing seconds of the game, Missouri wins it. That's if I'm a Missouri fan, short of winning the national championship. I mean, it doesn't get better than beating your arch rival in a top five showdown and uh, embarrassing their quarterback there on national television. No, yeah, I think you're right there. That's probably the one I'd go with. Yeah, I mean, and there's other highlights. I mean, Gary Pinkle winning his final game. I mean, that you know, they, he came out, he had cancer, and his just his legendary coach. It was such a surprise. They come out there, and I, I think it was BYU. They beat in the what was it a bowl game? I mean, there's that that's another one that stands out. Winning the the East right away. That Auburn game, I, they lost it, but it was just. An instant classic. How about South Carolina? What what's one stands out there? Uh, South Carolina, man. I think the one Spurrier going down to the Florida and and, and getting the victory was it a blocked field goal or something like that? <laughs> I, I'm trying to that that again. I'm 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 very rusty. That one or just the the clowny hit in Michigan. The hit heard round the world. How could you not have that one? Because it was a setup, you know, because yep. we're all watching this game and we're like, there's no way in hell they got a first down. They move the chains. Michigan does. They come yep. back out. Clowney makes them pay. I bet that kid that was running that ball <laughs> wished they would have just turned it over. <laughs> <laughs> well, his name was Vincent Smith, Shane. That's exactly what I got. The clowny hit in the Outback Bowl. And everybody's seen the play. I thought he killed the guy. I legit, I, I said, he just knocked his head off. But it was just his helmet, thank God. But what what is lost in that play, Shane, South Carolina was losing. Eight minutes left. He recovered it himself after killing that kid. South Carolina won the game. So it was an important, impactful moment in that game. Now, how about Tennessee? I, I'm, I can't wait to hear where you go with this one. Tennessee, I've got two, man. Obviously, the, the, the fumble and stumble of Arkansas, 98. <laughs> that one was awesome. Um, I, I – Personally, though, I've got to go the Georgia game, the yep. miracle. You know that that one right there. Just the 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 whirlwind of that season. You know, there's they Georgia goes up. There's no way we're going to beat them, and then all of a sudden the hail mary to Juwan Jennings. Come on now, that one I still have dreams about. <laughs> I, I'm surprised you didn't go with Sean Golden. Pick six, Alabama flipped off the crowd. But I think you're 100 percent right. The hail mary beating Georgia, everything that happened, but. Before that, Jacob Eason had his own, wasn't quite a Hail Mary, but it was an incredible, incredible throw to put the dogs up in Athens. I mean, what a game. How about Texas close, A&M? closest excitement I've had on that one uh, uh-huh. is the, the, the field goal with, um, what's his name, Tennessee and Florida. Uh, he missed an extra point. Yeah, Later Will we Hoyt. got an Will Hoyt kicks the like a fifty something yarder uh, to win. Oh my god! I mean, just that's the the closest I felt during that Georgia game. How about Texas A and M? What you got for the Aggies? 
Oh man, Aggies! I, it's just—it's all Johnny Menzel, man. Yeah. Uh, I, I think there's just so many, but—but uh, but in particularly, just the game where they beat Alabama. It, it was just a, a men. It was crazy. It just didn't seem real. He felt like he didn't. You know what I'm saying? Like he had some <laughs> sort of cheat code on. <laughs> 2012 shade Johnny Menzel to Ryan Swope. He loses the ball. I mean, it scores the touchdown. That's what won him the Heisman, and they cut over to the sideline, Shane. It's Nick Saban. It's his defensive coordinator, Kirby Smart, and they're just madder and damn it that no one can corral Johnny Manziel. That, I mean, that's, that's an all-time classic. All right, last but not least, Shane Vanderbilt. What you got for the Commodores? Oh, Vanderbilt, man. I, I think the best one for me when I'm thinking Vanderbilt is just the, the, the upset of Florida Gators, man. The, now shit. I don't know. Who you got? Upset right of Kentucky. <laughs> Upset of Kentucky. You were going last year? Yeah. Okay. All right, man. Well, I think that was good. Well, no, I was thinking the um, – um, okay, let's let's roll with yours. I, I, I'm i going – let's redo that one. Vanderbilt, I'm – shit, man. Um, I think last year, man. I think – you could argue the Florida or the Kentucky game, but I'm going to go Florida, man. Yeah. I, I just think that – I mean, how, how many opportunities has Vanderbilt had to beat Florida? Just, you know, quietly storm the field, but it was uh, <laughs> just all in all, it was just a great – there was not a particular play, though. You know, there's not one right, that really right. stood out to me. So I would say when that last second went off the clock, that was the best one. Right. Yeah, yeah. Similar sentiment for me, Shane. Beating Kentucky, snapping that 26-game losing streak in conference play. Mike Wright hits Will Shepard, 32 seconds. But more the emotion after the game. Clark Lee, you know, just because the the work they're putting in is paying off. And and you just don't realize it till you actually see the results on the field like they got. So that was just a tremendous moment but uh hey buddy i know you got to get running here so yeah you got, you got anything else before we hop off the line no i apologize for rushing the last you probably sensed a little urgency there at the end of this list but we got i got softball i got a youngest i got to take to so i promise uh maybe we can revisit this list let's do some more i'd like to do some more research and, and come to come away I'd like to take everybody's thoughts and then maybe come up with a power ranking of the best plays for your university post-2000. None of that none of that old stuff, you know. So you have to mark off the 98s, ball fans. <laughs> All right, Jay, well, I appreciate you. As always, appreciate each and every one of you for hanging out. We'll catch you on the next one. All right, see you guys. Go Vols. <laughs>